This is a Baby Brunch podcast. This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. FedHealth's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free FedHealth baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose FedHealth for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility and control. And that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. FedHealth. We let you be you. Family law mediation is a new concept in South Africa. And when I learned that a young mother is calling herself a survivor and works in this field, I realized that I want to be informed and I want to definitely sit down and chat with her. Rushka Pedro, it's really great to have you on Parent and Baby Brunch. Thank you so much for having me, Alana. Usually what we do in our profession or the thing that we do to help people is something that happened to, to us. You needed mediation and you needed an attorney. And I have to also say later on in this podcast, we are talking to an attorney. So if you tuned in for that, let's first start with mediation, something that Rushka is is known for and what she does in her business, which is called Minor Impact. You can find them on minorimpact.co.za. But Rushka, I first want to know what, what happened. Okay, so I got divorced um, in July of 2012, 2012, and it just seemingly sort of snowballed from there. Uh, It was back and forth to the children's court, to the office of the family advocate, to police stations, to the attorneys. It was just, it was a whirlwind of, of note. And I... Halfway through, I, I, you know, I was almost sort of giving up on the whole process. And I said to myself, there's got to be a better way to do this. And after some investigation and a, a long time, um, I did, I found it. It was uh, family law mediation, which is seemingly a very new concept, you know, in South Africa. And I'm planning on changing that. Um, and I studied it for a couple of years and toward last year, uh, at the end of last year, I qualified as a family law mediator to help single moms and dads out there to not go through what I had to go through for that extended period of time. Having spoken to you a few times now, I, I experience you as a calm being, as someone that almost doesn't get excited about about the chaos of going through a divorce. A divorce is not easy, you know? Not Leading at all. up to today, we, hey, oh, we had to do our research and, and we had to find out more about this because I'm, I've never been divorced, but I married someone who has had a divorce. And divorce can leave a lot of scars and one can also learn a lot from, from something as chaotic or tragic or sad Yes. Such as divorce. If there's if there's a mom listening today that has gone through through a difficult time through a divorce, what would you what could you say to her? So something that I had to to learn firsthand, and I'm 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 in a privileged position now to you know impart what I've uh, you know been through to make it a little bit easier for the next person is that you know you're allowed to feel sad and you're allowed to feel defeated and you are a hundred percent allowed to have your good days but you also you know you will have bad days so it's just a matter of embracing what you feel feeling your feels 
and and then just you know cry your tears and pick yourself up straighten your crown and move on we call that um mindfulness and we speak about it often on the most of our other podcasts on parent yes, and baby brothers we're allowed to yeah we're allowed to feel sad or unhappy about about something with without judging it how long did your divorce take and and do you wish it was a shorter journey my divorce did take a, a couple of years the backing and the forthing and whatever for my personal um, experience i'm actually so grateful for what i've been through because i was a strong enough person to to go through that and take that um hectic time in my life that uh, you know that trauma and turn it into something positive not many people you know out there have the ability to do that and i am you know more than willing to to help and to you know to be there and to be you know the cheerleader and to say look this is this is okay this is not okay and let's move on or let's see how we can do this or whatever the case may be Well you mentioned the word cheerleader and I think that's what your business does and I want to talk to you that this morning. Hmm. Minor Impact and we can find you on Facebook on Minor Impact SA together with Minor Impact SA on Instagram. Yes. Family law mediation. Let's let's talk about that quickly. I love the word mediation. In yeah. fact, it's such a positive, beautiful word. It almost says I don't have to be alone. There will be someone there with me mediating. What is family law mediation? Okay, so what what the, the concept of of mediation is to sit down and uh, have a round table discussion um openly about the dispute at hand. And in this case it will be a family law dispute, divorce, uh, parenting, maintenance, etc. So what we will then do I will then um sit between the parties and you know just basically say we are you know we all in this together I'm here to um to not represent anybody I'm here to basically uh be sort of the you know the in between uh, and maybe possibly translate what is not being understood and then um you just basically sit down and you say okay this is the, what is the end goal here and let's try and meet that end goal from both parties to make you know a, a not so ideal situation turn out to be um well the least um painful uh, outcome and just to to have an open discussion i mean we're all adults at the end of the day and we have a common goal here which is you know protecting the children if there are children in in the divorce or whatever situation it may be but just to have a clear open communication between the two parties to try our best to resolve the dispute at hand filing for a divorce or saying you know i am done with this and wanting to move on is family mediation the part before going to the attorney or after 100% it is um preferable to do before you approach an attorney having said that even if uh, you've seen an attorney and that's not quite the route you want to go down or feel that you know some some then there must be a, another way mediation can definitely assist but the first point of call would be um mediation in terms of trying to resolve everything amicably you know to to create some sort of um to streamline you know the process between the two parties and to just kind of get rid of all the the anger and the discomfort and you know all of that and get down to the crux of the matter of, of why we all here 
We've we've done a chat and a podcast on parents and baby brunch before on uh, affairs and entanglement. You know how to yes. how to mend a family because of betrayal. Would mm. would mediation is when you see a mediator? Would you want to still stay with a person, or does it just mean it's an amicable divorce? Or is mediation also there to help you stay together? Um, with the family law mediation, it's not really about uh, sort of seeking counsel and seeking some sort of um, reconciliation, if I can say that. I always take you know the path to say, is this truly what you both want? And then, you know, if need be, I can refer them to somebody, another professional who could possibly assist them. Um, but the whole basis behind family law mediation is to kind of amicably say, okay, we are, we can't resolve this dispute or something that happened or, you know, um, like you said, um, infidelity or whatever the case may be. Then we would, we would discuss, you know, what, what where to from here basically could could family law mediation be useful if if there's an issue between a parent and an older child is is it is it useful between relationships with adults and let's not call them children let's call them young adults so between parents and young adults and not just between two parents could mediation work with that Yes, absolutely, 100%. Mediation is sort of an avenue that you can take in, in any dispute, whether it be uh, a child, an older child, a young adult and a parent, uh, between a adult child and a grandparent. It's a business mediation. It's, it's just a, a way of, a, a, it's a different approach in resolving a dispute. So it can definitely assist in, in those cases as well. Being someone who has been through a long divorce, trying to get the best for you and your family and successfully calling yourself a survivor, what's the one thing you wish you did differently when you got divorced? Was mediation the one thing and that's why you became a mediator? 100%. If I had known, you know, we always say if I knew, if I knew then what I know now, but um had I, you know, been exposed to mediation back then, it probably would have gone uh, quicker and, you know, it, it with less pain involved and all of that. But then if I didn't go what I went through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. So, yes, 100%. Um, if I knew, if I, if I was made aware of family law mediation as an avenue, as a possibility, I would have definitely taken that road. Definitely. Does divorce come and haunt you years later? I mean, does it ever finish? Or because there's children, it just continues? Unfortunately, there are instances where it will continue. And that is mostly from um, a care and contacts point of view. So maintenance and custody. Um, if situations change later on, if um, you know, there's a new spouse involved or there's, you know, that kind of thing. When the dynamic changes, it, it, it definitely reappears. And if, if that is the case, then we can definitely sit down and say, okay, the circumstances have changed now. What do you need and what do you need? And then we, we basically come to an agreement that way. 
Do you find sometimes in mediation that you can't reach a middle ground, that everyone just leaves it unresolved because they can't do it amicably? Yes, 100%. That is definitely a possibility where we have a few sessions and there isn't an outcome um, or, or something, you know, there's a threat of violence or, or something like that. And in that case, I would definitely uh, seek, you know, an, an attorney's help in that regard. Yeah. Understanding divorce and family mediation you have seen an attorney and you are now divorced. I don't even know if I should say successfully divorced, but <laughs> I think for, for some people it is success, right? Yes. Um, what's the one thing you want to tell a woman or a man that is going through this difficult time? I would say chin up, you know. It's, it is a difficult time. And at this point in, in, in time, you feel like there is absolutely no, no way of, uh, or no way rather of getting out of this. But it, it does come to an end and you need to find somebody, um, that it can walk this path with you. Because at this point in time, as a, you know, somebody who's starting out the process, you feel so alone and you feel so lost. And it's just um, basically trying to find that that support structure that fits, you know, well with you. And you are not alone. Definitely. There are, uh, unfortunately, uh, hundreds and hundreds of people who've, who've been through this and can possibly, you know, hold your hand through this. And, you know, People like me who who have been through this can can honestly say, you know, I've I've been there, I've done that, and I've survived. So it's just a, a case of finding that um, that support structure that that fits that fits well with you. But it's it's definitely not the end, and you will survive as well. Well, you can find Rushka Lee Pedro on minorimpact.co.za family law mediation, and I think beyond that as well, someone that can walk the path with you. Rushka, it was really great chatting to you. You as well, Ilana. Thank you so much. Now, again, you're listening to Parent and Baby Branch, our podcast that we have, that we've put together for you. We're talking about family law mediation. We're talking about attorneys as well. Next, we'll chat to Peter Spreit from SLDP Attorneys, an attorney's approach to divorce where you push mediation aside. This is a Baby Brunch podcast. So we're chatting to Peter Spreit from Spreit Lambracht and the pre-attorneys, SLDP attorneys. Peter, welcome to Baby Brunch. What does an attorney do? Let's start there. Ilana, that was, that's quite a difficult question. Um, I was thinking... <laughs> that uh, between 8 and 9, I could be a civil engineer. Between 10 and 11, I could be a clinical psychologist and so on and so on. So, but for purposes of this discussion, which deals specifically with uh, family law, uh, an attorney will guide the client through the process of divorce, starting with a consultation and following through uh, to the drawing of all the necessary documents which includes court appearances and, and the like. It sounds completely final. And the reason I say that is because when you consult an attorney, does this mean this is now the end? I have decided that there is a divorce or can one change your mind? 
no, you can you can definitely change your mind. So um, usually in the first consultation, um, the, the different options gets discussed, right? Between uh, what can be done and what cannot be done. Um, so definitely this is not final. Um, most of the people just come in to obtain some information. Um, and this is where options are discussed. Um, and most of the people then sometimes goes away and goes and thinks about it. I, I'm really one of those people that suggests that um, nobody walks or very little people walks out of a divorce um, as a winner. Um, I, I usually find that both people walk out of their, um, uh, you know, worse in some other way. So I'm really one that that suggests that people should have another think about it. But if it comes to that, then one should take the decision. To get divorced, and I mean, we're not in the business of separating people, and I, I'm asking these questions to obtain information. Is it an expensive exercise? It always seems like it can be quite depleting, you know, as if as if mm. people walk away, like you said it, as if they are robbed of, well, a lot, their emotions, but also like it is a very pricey exercise. Is it expensive? It can be, um, especially when parties do not see eye to eye and cannot settle the matter, um, it can become quite expensive. Um, on the other hand, uh, if the divorce is amicable, the fees can be kept to a minimum. Um, it might also depend um, on, on the court. So currently you can get divorced in the high court as well as the regional court. The regional court is your local regional division in your area. So previously you could only get divorced in the high court, but that have changed. Um, it basically comes down to 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 time. Um, you know, we we charge for time. That is that's what we sell. So the longer it takes to get divorced, um, the more expensive it's going to be. Um, uh, as a rule, I we really try and, and get the matter settled quickly and early. Uh, that makes a, a divorce much more much more inexpensive. One of the questions that I haven't prepped you on, but I, I do want to ask it though. So can one? Can one do this process without consulting an attorney? Can you write a letter and walk into court and make an appointment and just get it over and done with? Or, or do, you, do you have to use an attorney? No, no, you, you don't. Um, and and uh, thinking about it, uh, my colleagues might want to take me out to the, to the parking lot and uh, study <laughs> for that. But um, no, definitely the, the courts, and especially when the courts moved from the high court to the regional court, there is currently a, a documents that can be filled in by yourself. There's usually somebody at court that will assist you with that. So effectively, you can get divorced without an attorney. Um, it is possible. So how do you file? What is the process? You have now decided that this is not for you. It's been a long process of mediation. There's been talks. You've seen the attorney, you have gone back home, you have rethought this entire process. God forbid you need to now divorce. How does it work? Um, well, as, as previously mentioned, so you would you would uh, set up an appointment with, with an attorney. Um, you'll have your first consultation and we will then obtain all the relevant information. We would usually ask you to bring some documentation with, um, depending on the complexity of the matter, and the assets and liabilities um, involved, uh, there will 
be quite a bit of paperwork afterwards. But basically on day one, we'll have a consultation. And then obviously the process starts with a summons. So that is always the beginning of any divorce matter. There will be a summons issued. And that issue will be issued by court. And thereafter, it will send, be sent off to sheriff to be served on the, on the, on the respondent or if, you know, the other party. So let me ask you this. As the expert, could you get divorced without the other person being involved? So, so if I had to come and see the attorney and I'm the one who is wanting the divorce, I can see the attorney without the other party and the summons will then be summoned to the person who's not there with me, so my partner. Correct. Correct. Now, the, uh, um, it's very important that summons needs to be served personally. So there's certain summonses that, uh, or certain uh, documents that doesn't need to be served personally and can be served, for instance, on an entity. But in, in those circumstances, it has to be served personally. So the other person will definitely know that, um, that there is a process that's been kicked off and started because he has to, uh, that document needs to be served on him personally. And who does the summons? Is it a sheriff that arrives? Is it like in the movies where they take a picture of you and go, ha, get your gut first. You know, we've definitely done this. He's got it in hand. How, how do they do it? Well, um, there's, there's obviously certain clients that, that wants to make a statement. So, so they would probably ask that you serve the summons on this person. Uh, they sometimes ask that you serve this, this person at his workplace. Now, you can imagine there's quite a bit of, um, humiliation that goes with that. Um, I tend to, especially when I feel that there's chances of settling the matter, um, you can all also arrange rather to have this the summons uh, sent to the to the local sheriff's office in the respondent's area, and then you make an arrangement with him to rather go and fetch this, the the summons at the sheriff's office. Um, it is it's I feel it's it's much more. Uh, humane and and unhumiliating. That's you know, it's not something you you would probably want your work or even maybe people that live with you in the same house. It's not something you would like them to know for some other reason. So there is ways and means to do it, um, and you don't always need to have the edge of cut first kind of moment. You can you can have a uh, you know do it do it reasonably. My next question to you would have been, why are some divorces, why does it take so long? And, and I think you've answered it for me in terms of the, the fact that there can't be an agreement or the fact that it's not amicable. What, what could avoid a divorce from taking a very long time? Is it, the, is it because you want to obtain assets? Is it because people run out of money? From your experience, why does the process normally take so long? Yes, you, you're 100% right. Um, the the longer the people take to see eye to eye, the longer they take to to sit down and and resolve the matter between themselves, uh, the longer it takes. So usually one of the one of the things that that can have divorces uh, stretch out for for many years is 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 sometimes children. Um, mm -hmm. So there's there's quite a bit of um, difficulties that 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 parents have in in where the children must stay. Uh, when can they visit? When can't they visit? Um, so that tends to to take up a lot of time, um, and 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 that that could could make a divorce go for years sometimes. I want to file for a divorce, and I want the children, the car, I want the house. 
I want maintenance. What what else can I get? Um, yeah, that is unfortunately there's. Uh, we all watch the TV shows and and the series that we see from from Europe and America. Now, unfortunately, that is not how it works. So there's no such thing as taking your partner to the cleaners. Uh, our laws are based on on values of justice and equity, and as such, you will you will not be able to take everything from your spouse. Peter, so let's let's say you've been living with a guy, and or you've been living with a woman, and there is rental involved, or you've paid rent to a bond, and there's furniture that was bought, and it was you've been living together for a long time. Does that would that be classified a divorce too, or? And, and you want to obtain some of the, the, the assets? Yes, yes, it would. Um, and, and in actual fact, um, to, to form part of the, of, of the question you asked and the, and the answer, um, that those people would be seen as, as being married in community of property. Um, and uh, there would be a split then according to the uh, family law, uh, family law uh, uh, act. So, so there will definitely be a split then. Uh, and it depends also on how long these people have lived together. So uh, living together for a few months, you can imagine not such a big issue. Living together, uh, together unmarried for 10 years, definitely. Um, that, that is seen as a, as, as, a, as a divorce. If you file for a divorce and you want the partner, for instance, to pay your medical aid, or I've heard of a, and I don't know if this is true or just an old wife's tale. Can one claim on your partner's medic, um, retirement annuity and policies? Um, retirement annuities are excluded in terms of the Divorce Act um, from be, being divided between the divorcing spouses. Um, you may, however, ask for half of your member's uh, spouse's pension interest. Um, our law relies heavily on, on the clean break principle which is in, in essence an entitlement of a non-member spouse to receive payment of the portion of the other spouse's pension interest allocated to him or her upon divorce. And thus, you will receive half of the pension interest as at date of divorce. Uh, this pension interest will be paid in terms of the court order uh, into the nominated bank account of the non-member spouse. Uh, you may also ask that your spouse pay your medical aid or keep your children as beneficiaries on their medical aid. And and how would you how would you amend your will? I mean, at this stage, it just divorce sounds like it's really hard. It sounds like it's like it's really difficult. How do you amend your will? I mean, do you mm. what do you put in there? Um, yeah, help me. That's that's a very good question because remember when you were still married, you might have had a combined will, or you left any everything to your spouse should you pass away. So, uh, I do not really. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I don't believe in amending a will. Um, what you do is you do a brand new will, and you. Uh, there's always a clause in your will that will recall all previously previous wills. So that is definitely something you must do. Um, so rather go and sit and scrap your old will and just uh, do a brand new one. Peter, without dragging on too long on a topic that I think has hurt many, many families and 
where some people have been benefiting from. You know, if if one has had a divorce and it's final, can you open a case, or this case again, if you feel that, for instance, you didn't get enough maintenance or you feel that the children were in government schools and you want them in a different school and you need more money for schooling or can you can you revisit the 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 terms if you think that it was done unfairly um yeah you can so so effectively once once a court order has been granted um and there is any maintenance issues that that maintenance issues will be referred to the maintenance court so Every jurisdiction area has its own maintenance court, and you can refer the maintenance to the maintenance court to be um, revisited. Um, usually, to be honest, if you got divorced in February, for instance, uh, you'll have difficulty in um, in proving to the to the maintenance officer that something has changed. For instance, in March. Um, but depending on your financial, what happened in, in your financial life, for instance, somebody lost their job, somebody got retrenched, then obviously you need to go to maintenance court and deal with that um, immediately. You, you're not a marriage counselor, but I am going to ask, if things aren't that good or it can't be amicable, is it not better to separate for a while and then to perhaps at a later stage, get back together instead of a divorce? What would you say as someone that deals with divorce cases every single day? Yeah, I'm a, as I said previously, I'm actually a, a, a big, uh, I, 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 li- I like the idea and I, I've also mentioned it to many of my clients. Um, you know, doing, doing this job for, for now almost 20 years, I, I have to be honest that, um, you know, within the first 10 minutes of the first consultation, you already get an idea of where this person sitting in front of you is um, uh, in their lives and, 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 and where they are in this divorce. So if I get only the slightest idea that there's still hope and, and there's still a way to, to fix this, this is something I recommend all the time. Um you know, uh, as I said previously, th- there is very little winners walking out of a out of a divorce case, um, and um, I I would I would really try to get the people to to take a chance on that. That living apart is is not such a bad idea. I know financially it's not always viable, but it's a great idea. Um, sometimes you just need to get out of one another's hair for a while. And uh, you know, maybe maybe things come right. So so I'm I'm a I'm a I really like that idea, and I and I do preach it to to almost all my clients. But as I said, there's some clients that sits in front of you, um, you listen probably to to an abusive relationship that's been going on for ten years, and and then that is not something I would suggest because I can see that divorce is probably the only way out. Peter Spreit, thank you so much for your time. Peter Spreit from SLDP Attorneys. Have a wonderful day. And to to everyone listening to this podcast, I want to say, I want to say love wins. And today I hold your heart. I really do. This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. 
Fed Health's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free Fed Health baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose Fed Health for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility, and control, and that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. Fed Health, we let you be you.